So we took a hard look at our company and we realized we weren't serving the people we wanted to serve. We weren't doing the things we wanted to be doing. And that's when we decided to rebrand. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So, we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Hey, welcome to episode two of One Crazy Journey. Oh, and boy, is it a crazy one. Man, (laughs) it is a crazy journey that we're on. So, what the heck are we even doing? I know. Why are we even doing this podcast? No. (laughs) We're doing this podcast to take you on a journey. Because we feel like we have a lot to share with everybody just from our own hard-knocked experience as we're going through these things and... And it's a good learning place as we go. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's and definitely re- learn as you go kind and of a rebrand. Thing. Right? We are rebranding. Yeah. Something. So you might wonder why are we rebranding? We've had this for four years. The clutter bee. Yeah. For four years. The clutter bee. And you know we have to admit that the the word clutter in our name has posed a little bit of an issue because not that it's not been a cute name and people you know people remember it people easily. People say it's cute. And they know it's just the bees. The bees, yeah. But we feel like being attached to the word clutter is attracting the kind of clients that we don't really wish to serve. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, there's those ideal clients. And our ideal clients are luxury clients. And and we do help some. Mm -hmm. Um, But we find that the the word clutter is just, it's going to hold us back. It it has been holding us back. It has. And it's going to continue to hold us back to reaching the clients mm -hmm. that we want to help. And And I think we had this conversation like a year ago, I think. We did. Where we're like, should we just change our name? And, you know, then we were really, really focusing on, you know, relocations on a smaller scale, mostly senior relocations. Mm -hmm. And those are the jobs that like, oh, we know how to do in our sleep. We do those every single week. They're easy. We love doing them. And then we started a coaching program teaching other organizers how to add this service into their existing business. Which was amazing, which we love doing. We love And we actually had some students that started a brand new business in the area of senior relocations. Yeah, so we knew, I mean, we know that this is a needed service. Mm -hmm. And it's it's definitely brought us success. We have our building now. It's it's amazing. We have nine parking spots to ourselves. I don't think we need them yet. We might need them. Uh, like we said, we're in, the, we're in the process of putting our podcast studio in there, right? Because we yes, have an extra we are. room. Yeah. So we got to get the mic right now. We're still in the car. Still yeah, we're more. still in the car for this episode. But the sound's better. And yeah, so it's definitely brought us a lot of success. And I think, like you said, the word clutter, we had the conversation a year back, but we weren't ready for that yet. We still had some things. We had some work to do still. Yeah. We, we did a, a lot of uh, personal development in yes. the last year. 
Uh, we attended a few events that were really helpful to us. We've read lots of books. We've listened to podcasts even. Right. And we had to go through some pretty big changes, I think, just within ourselves to be ready. Yeah. And I, it, and it, it just wasn't the right timing. Yeah. The first thing we did when we when I first came on was we hired the business coach. Yes. And I remember that was a big, big, big yeah. investment for us because we were like, oh, you know, it's it's an expensive hourly rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew that we needed someone to kind of take us to that next level. And at that point, we were actually talking luxury. And that was when I first came on board. Mm-hmm. We were like, we really want to help luxury. But we had this service and senior relocations that we were doing. And it was bringing in, um, you know, a decent revenue. Mm-hmm. But we were kind of pushing it to the side. But we, we had an amazing experience with our first business coach. Yes. And then we came to the realization that, hey, we need to just focus on the senior relocations business. Because this is helping so many people. There's uh, a real You know, need. we weren't really looking. We weren't, we weren't really having to search for moves. Mm-hmm. They were kind of just coming to us. Mm-hmm. And that's what kept you busy for the first two years of your business was just one facility. Referrals from Referrals them. from like yeah. one. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I had so much work that I had to turn some jobs away. Right. And so that's, you know, what we realized that why are we trying to push these away? Even though we have this, we we really wanted to do luxury, but we just decided to focus on that. And I'm actually very glad that we did because we learned so much. And actually some of those, a lot of those clients or probably most of them are actually They are luxury clients. Yeah, that's true. That's what we realized. Because they have the means. They have Mm -hmm. the money to move into these high-end senior facilities. Mm -hmm. And they're coming from beautiful homes on the river. The one yesterday. We just had an elevator in our house. Like, that was pretty cool. Gorgeous (laughs) house on the river. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have the luxury clients in the senior relocations world. But we want to be have a bigger presence and help more people. Yeah. Not just the senior relocations. Because we've realized that... Everybody who's moving, including luxury clients especially, they need services like what we provide, where somebody is managing the move every step of the way, but not just the moving company, and not just how how am I going to get rid of some things, and how am I going to get from A to B, but every single step of the way, like with all of the way things are packed, how they're mm-hmm. unpacked, how how the whole process goes, where... It's just a beautiful experience for them. Mm-hmm. And it's not stressful because moving just by itself is stressful anyway. It and people is. lose sleep. Yeah. Even if everything is in the control of, of someone who knows what they're doing, they're still stressed. Yeah, because... and we've been on we've been on unpacked jobs, like the one that we're working on now, that it's just like the move like if they would have had someone to help them plan the process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on that broader on that larger scale. I mean the movers just tossed everything in these huge wardrobe boxes. They were wrapping things in bubble wrap that didn't need to be wrapped in bubble wrap. Like it it took us what, three days to actually sort through everything in the boxes. Mm-hmm. And we and you know, we realized like, wow, people really need help and even he said if i had only known that there was a service like this that i could have had at the beginning yeah that could have planned everything could have packed properly help him downsize a few things just organize before the packing even starts Mm -hmm. it would have made a huge difference but he's he's now at the other end which it's it's a lot harder because now he brings in a team of organizers to help sort through everything Mm -hmm. and just find everything because it was a big mishmash of stuff in these I don't know what you say, like 25 of these oh, maybe large more. wardrobes, wardrobe boxes. plus medium boxes and large boxes filled with everything from yeah. shoes and clothes to kitchen items. 
Yeah. And he just described it as there there were too many people on the team. There were like five different movers. Unorganized. They hired some guy from Home Depot that was in the parking lot that needed a job. Like like Yeah, this, they like had no experience. And it happens all the time. And I think yeah. also Or when people move themselves. Right. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I think also the whole, you know, professional organizing as a business is expanding as well because that's where our home base is. It's it's professional organizing. Mm-hmm. And I also think that's, you know, a newer opportunity as far as relocations, professional organizing, doing relocations. They do that now, mm-hmm. but we see such a huge opportunity as far as, you know, expanding that service because moving companies are great. Oh, we love our movers. We, we do. Absolutely we have some movers. good moving companies but down they, here don't like to pack they don't and they don't like to unpack either. yes and and their version of unpacking is taking everything out of the boxes and putting it on the counter because they cannot actually put things away because they're not allowed to right even, even if they scope. wanted to they're not allowed to that's not what they're getting paid for they're no. getting paid to take things out of the boxes and if there's an empty counter they'll put it on there right if there's an empty table they'll put it on there or yeah. they'll set things on the floor but they don't organize anything. yeah but when you think about moving you automatically think movers are the only ones that can help you. Yes, that's the thing. That's the mindset. Yeah. I'm moving. I need a moving and, company. And also move managers, too, as a whole, is more on the corporate side, I feel like. And it's still bottom moves. line. Yeah, and it's still, okay, we're going to hire the moving company. The moving company will pack you up. The moving company will unpack you. Mm-hmm. But as the move manager... They're coordinating those things. And sometimes they do other things. Like they'll right. help you hook up your TV or they might have a TV hanger or they will help you find a place to live, right? Yeah. So we actually, I mean, the way that we do things, we realize that it's it's blue water in a sense. We've been learning or about blue, that. Blue ocean. Blue ocean. Yeah. Uh, that like Russell Brunson says. And we realize, like we said, the wor- the name was holding us back. Yes. We love being the bees, but the name was holding us back. And we yeah. also realized, you know, one day we woke up and it was really a realization almost through quarantine. And I feel like a lot of people went through that. Like my dad, he worked for a company for 10 years. He traveled every single week since I was a kid. Since I, like, literally, I don't remember him since being Since before home. you were born. Yeah. I do <laughs> not remember him being home for more than a week mm-hmm. um, ever. Mm-hmm. And so during quarantine, he went through that. And I know a lot of us did is like, wow, I don't want to be doing this anymore. And he, he quit. He got a better job where he doesn't have to travel, better pay. And he's so much happier. But it's like t- making that, taking that time for yourself and also being like, wow, okay, what am I even doing with my life? Is this where I want to go? And we're not saying that our company is terrible we're not we love what we do but we we just have a goal to help more people and also turn this company into i mean a global company like like we have goals Mm -hmm. we have big goals and we started as with a a totally different direction in january we we had plans because we hired we actually hired someone in i would say probably in november Mm mm-hmm Maybe late October, early November, we hired a team member. Yeah, yeah, 2019. We hired a team member, and she we onboarded her, and, and she was working with us. And then in January, we hired our second team member, who mm-hmm. was more of our. She's going to be our operations manager, and we were training her to do some of our do our consultations. She was going to do our scheduling. You know, we had plans to grow the company from where we're at. For and then building for senior relocations yes. mainly. And and our gal was actually going out and reaching other facilities, mm-hmm. 
dropping marketing out brochures to, to the marketing director. And that was our goal. Like that was our vision. The That's past what four we years. were doing. Yeah. yeah. We were just going to take the senior relocations, can, you know, build it up and then expand from where we're at and then slowly, slowly grow into other areas. Right. That was our plan. But when COVID hit, and then we we didn't do any moves for like a month probably, and a half. Yeah, I'd say a good six weeks. But we were. But the nice thing was is we have our community on Instagram. Like our community yes. on Instagram is huge for us. Like if you're listening and you're a professional organizer, you know, like you guys, our community is on Instagram. We connect mm-hmm. with business owners all over the world. We're so lucky to have that. And so we were lucky enough to continue to do business through coaching because that's another part of like our passion is helping other business owners grow, Mm -hmm. um, doing coaches, doing coaching, doing workshops and things helping them generate more income into their businesses. Exactly, because we did we did a workshop and the different ways Instagram program right and the different ways you can bring in revenue Mm -hmm. during these tough times. So we were lucky enough to be able to focus on that. But yeah, COVID, COVID hit. So COVID hit, and then we started doing some self-reflection. And I think everyone did. I mean, what are you going to mm-hmm. do? Like, we were in court. Like, you were not. We were at stay-at-home orders. We were not supposed to leave. And we house. were talking to each other on Zoom a lot. Zoom is a, an amazing tool. Like, I, I mean, whether you like Zoom or not, I mean, we were on there almost like eight hours a day. I feel like it was Zoom we meeting after were. Zoom meeting. Because oh, we were man. doing all these other things and like, yeah, doing our masterminds and like, all this stuff. we didn't even see each other for four weeks straight. You're right. Yeah. And but then, we did because we were talking through Zoom. Because <laughs> so it didn't feel like we didn't see each other. Until we yeah. saw each other, it's like, whoa. I mean, something came over on Mother's Day. infested with bugs because we yeah, were spiders in there. And spiders and ants. Remember when you stopped by on Mother's Day? Oh, yeah. And then I was like, wow, this is so weird. I'm yeah. actually seeing Wearing you in masks. person. Yeah. Yeah. But it was Zoom, a long time. I mean, we love Zoom. Zoom is a lifesaver. And I'm sure, like, I'm sure, ev- like, if you're watching this, I'm sure you've used Zoom just because of what we just all went through and what we continue to go through right now. Yeah. But yeah, we did some self reflection. And we, as we mentioned before, were very, very into, you know, personal development. Mm-hmm. We, we had our and first business setting. coach, like what I said. And then we also worked with another personal development coach, business slash business coach for six months. We did a six month program called thinking into results with bob proctor which completely you know upped our upped our mindset mm-hmm. helped us increase our revenue yeah in our helped company. us get over decision making right d- issues oh, we were spending way too many times on decisions it was way overthinking crazy. so many things so that certainly helped us get past so many barriers yeah and then just continuing along that journey you know reading thinking real rich really reading you know um Million. How to Make Money Like a Badass. How to Make Money Like a Badass. That's our absolute favorite book. Um, or what is it? Podcast. You're a Badass at Making Money. You're a Badass at I Making Money by Jen Cicero. Sorry, Jen, if you ever listen Jen, to this. we love you. <laughs> Girl? Girl. No, if you have not listened to that, they have, you know, Audible and also a book. Our favorite. Mm-hmm. Such, such good books. And, you know, Millionaire Success Habits I'm reading right now with Dean, Dean Graziosi, uh-huh. Tony Robbins. I mean. Traffic Secrets. Russell Brunson. I mean, we're, we're into it all. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what what started on this journey I guess you could say is you know just thinking into the real results that we want and knowing that we can do anything it just takes a lot of work it's just going to take a lot of work and yeah. it is going to be a crazy journey and we've learned not to be afraid of that work exactly and not be afraid of the journey and that everything will work out everything happens for a reason even though it might not seem so yeah 
And so during quarantine, we were really focusing on, okay, let's just take a break for a minute. Well, f- no, we actually didn't. We dive right <laughs> into doing the organizers rise, which is <laughs> something that we did with Monica lead, uh, for professional organizers. Mm-hmm. And so that was a huge ordeal. Monica lead of simply space, by yes. the way. And we started this uh, Facebook group, private group for professional home organizers in business. Yes. And it was a two week challenge. And we brought on other successful, you know, organizers, successful business owners to basically just be there for each other and help mm-hmm. each other through this rough time. Um, and we continue to do that now, not every single day. Obviously, we do it once a month now, but we dive right into the organizers rise. We dive right into, you know, coaching programs. But then after that kind of settled down, we're like, OK, let's just take let's a breather. Just, let's just, let's just take, take a, a breather, which and... we probably should have done sooner. <laughs> And really just focus on ourselves and really look at, you know, what we've built. And where we want to go. Where do we see ourselves in, say, three years, right. five years, right. ten years? And we, you know, I love Grants Pass. I absolutely love, this will always be, like, my home roots. Like, I'm about to buy a house in the next couple months. We'll definitely take you along that journey. That's probably going to be crazy, too. But, <laughs> you know, our roots will always be here. But we also really want to travel. And like we, we said. And we want to help people beyond our community and we're really you know we looked at who we want to help what we want to work on the next couple of years and it really was those luxury clients it's really managing those huge huge jobs because we realize you know what we really like to do i feel like is like coordinate in a way yeah i think that's what we're really really good at like we can totally do the organizing totally do the unpack like we're we're set but what we we're really good at multitasking i feel yeah and we can handle it's kind of like planning an event. Yeah, in a way. When you plan a relocation, it's sort of like planning an event. And we like all those little bits and pieces. Like, okay, are you? That's did you we, double check this? Did you do that? Yeah. And for some reason, we're weird and we like doing that kind of stuff. And also, and we check think, each other all the time. Did you do this? Did you follow up with that? We're like, yeah, yeah, but she's right. I yeah. Mean, we, I mean, people think uh, we're weird for liking to move people, anyways, because they're like, how could you ever like this? Because for them, it is the worst thing ever. And to be honest, it is. It is. It's so well, hard you're packing yourself. your own things. Oh, yeah. Like, and you're emotionally attached to everything. I mean, usually people don't get very far. Like if they're planning to move, but they know they want to start packing early, they don't get very far because oh, they no. get sucked up into and the then when they photo move, albums. They have boxes they... in their garage for 20 years, oh, my right? Gosh. And so yeah. we, my own husband a... had that. He had boxes in his garage from when he moved to Grants Pass from Chicago from Taiwan. Yeah. I mean, he moved from Taiwan to Chicago and to here and he still moves, had those right? boxes. It's those big moves where you're like, if those there was, are the ones. it's such a needed service. And, and the packing part of it is so important. Yeah. There's, it's like, there's these first steps that just don't happen that mm-hmm. need to happen. Mm-hmm. And then there's these steps at the end that don't happen that need to happen. Like moving someone in properly. Right. And setting, setting up them, systems. Yeah. That's the best time to set up organizational systems mm-hmm. is when you first move in because yes. it's a blank slate. And, and it if, establishes things right from the beginning. And if you can have someone come in and design that closet to be what you want, mm-hmm. right? Bring in a closet designer. Before any boxes. Bring unpacked. in a feng shui, right? Someone to mm-hmm. set up your house correctly to attract the right energy. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many things that people don't think about. And obviously I know, you know, not everyone has the resources for that. I totally get it. Yeah. But we're, we realize that we were really, really passionate about helping those people right? Those larger scale moves and also like making a bigger difference with what we're doing. Cause we feel like that, you know, like we were saying, moving companies are great. We love our movers and relocations is kind of getting up there. Move management is kind of becoming more well-known, but there's not people that we found that do what we do. Right. As a specialty. As a specialty. 
a relocations specialist right. is different than a move manager. Mm-hmm. Because a move manager will manage all the components, even if you need a dumpster. Oh, yeah. You need well, things like all I said, the way. helping you find the place, like helping mm-hmm. you set up, you know, your financial stuff, your your doctor. Like, they'll do it all, which is great. They will. They'll hook up your phones right. for you, get your cable running, so that way, and your TV's hung, and your sound system's in, all of that. But it's those other components, like, especially, again, at the beginning, getting things packed and getting things organized before the pack process even starts. Mm-hmm makes a huge difference at the end for unpacking because then mm-hmm. the, a lot of the organization is already done yeah and it's so much more than that like it and we'll we'll tell you about more like as we go throughout but we do have this like bigger vision i guess yeah. you could say in this in this plan for it but that's when we really decided dang like i think we need to kind of switch gears here and so we to, were sit yeah oh go ahead finish well i was just gonna say to be in line with the people that we want to be in the future yes, and also the company that we want to build. Because like I yeah. said, we're a lot of people are going to be happy with just doing, you know, their business locally. And that's totally great. If that's what you want to do, that's amazing. And if that's what brings you joy, that's amazing. But, and we support you 100%. Right. And we're, everyone, we're there. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, some people like doing nine mm-hmm. to five jobs. Yeah. That's not us. For some reason, we're part of that 1% crazy, right? That will put in a hundred hours a week and not even get barely any revenue out of it, but we're working towards a bigger goal. And right. so we just have a bigger plan in mind, a yeah. bigger vision. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's scary because right now, as we're making this podcast, we're about to announce that we're doing this podcast and announce that we're rebranding yes. and, and on our Instagram, which is where our main audience is right now. And it's like, that's nerve wracking. It's scary. I mean, really, when we were thinking about it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is scary. Yeah. To and be, it, especially when we have such a large community yeah. that we are directly related to, we have relationships with, we have engagement with, to tell them what we're about to do, it's it's It it's ain't scary. easy. We could go back. Should we just go back and say, no, just kidding. <laughs> we're backing out. No, but I mean, yeah. So that's kind of like the process, right? And like how we realized we want to just do something a little different and try and make as big of an impact as possible and also serve a different clientele. That's what we really want to do. And so we made the decision, like our personal development, you know, um, stuff has been telling us, make the decision. It'll all work out. So we made the decision. We made the decision that we are going to change our name. Yeah. We're going to re well, we're going to rebrand and go completely that opposite direction of all the other organizers of what they're doing. So, We'll tell you a little bit. We'll try to keep it kind of short. But what happened one day, we were we were sitting at the office. And granted, you know, we're, we're being super careful. We're like sitting far, far apart from each masks. other. And we're wearing masks and, and all of that. So we were sitting in the office and and just sort of struggling over the name. Because right. if you, those of you that are, you know, if you, if you yourself are listening to this and you know how hard it is to get a domain name. Oh, yeah. If it's you've had a company before, if you've just tried to get a, a domain, name it's that, so, it's that, like the hardest thing. It is. And, but it's and like the thing to get that you need dot to do com. to like move forward. Yeah. And you want the dot com. Right. You don't want anything. For most businesses. Yeah. I mean, some, you know, you can get dot org or dot me. But, we, you just need them all. <laughs> and we wanted, we wanted the dot com. So that presented a bit of a struggle for us because every one of our names that we had were taken. Yeah. And what we did too, which I think helped the process is really understand Okay. And I, I, and what I did before was really, I started a mood board on Pinterest. 
And I started, uh, it was through this little online program. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it was basically like helping you design like a brand board, they say on Pinterest. So you basically go on there, you know, for us, it was relocation. So it's like home design, right? Organizing and see whatever grabs your attention. So I did that process first and I was able to come up with like four different kinds of mood boards. So it was like, okay, I like these colors. I like this layout. And so I had four different kinds of mood boards that I presented to you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what, you know, what's the mood that we want for people when they think of our company? We didn't even have the name yet. But when they think of our company, what do we want them to feel? And so we knew it was going to be, you know, our, our avatar, our client is millionaires, right? They, they, they fly on private jets, they buy designer clothes, they have that luxurious feel. So we knew that we wanted our company to feel luxurious and we knew that we had to project that in the name and also the colors, right? So we did a lot of research, both of us. Yeah. We looked at high-end cars, you know, luxury cars, luxury real estate. Luxury people, Kim Kardashian, Kylie. Clothing lines, makeup lines, everything that was luxurious. And we found some similarities in their mood boards, I would say. If we could see the mood boards for those things, we would see similar colors. In their colors. company colors, yeah. In their company colors, yes. So we knew, okay, we're on to something, right? We, mm-hmm. we we want gold. We we saw this really cool dark green coming into play a mm-hmm. lot. So There was that really pretty shade of blue in there. Yeah, yeah. So we knew, okay, you black. know. Black. Black. <laughs> black was is very prominent in mm-hmm. the luxury world. Like a, a steel gray was in there. Yeah. So, so we, we kind of had our mood board and we're like, yeah. okay, this is the feeling that we want. Yeah. This is a feeling that we want people to think when they look at our brand, they're going to feel this. So that's actually the first thing that we did before we even had the name. And then we went into the research, right? Like you yes. were saying, I, we were looking at, uh, Wikipedia and Wikipedia and these millionaires, billionaires, mm-hmm. and kind of seeing the words that they used, uh, the words that they used to explain them, what they did in business to kind of get the feeling of the client that we're going to be working with, mm-hmm. which I think really helped us understand yeah. our avatar. Yeah. And we'll dive into that more. Yeah. Um, and so we made a list of words. I remember making a list of words and then I was just plugging them in. I had two, maybe written out two sheets of words and I just started plugging them in. Like how does, you know, luxury home sound, how does whatever, <laughs> you know, and then also say, and oh my God. the thesaurus to see if a different word right. would apply. And that's it. <laughs> go on, go daddy. Oh, it's not available. That's yeah. it. Oh, it's $5,000. So... <laughs> So we had this list of words and we were just sitting in the office kind of, you know, struggling a little, I feel, um, on the name part. Cause we knew that's the first thing that we had to do. So that way we could start getting a logo designed. Yeah. So we knew, so we knew we wanted to start with the name, obviously. So we had the list and I actually had come up with like, I think it was like a list of 10 names that were available mm-hmm. on yeah. GoDaddy where I'm like, okay, these are the ones I think it was, I mean, there's, I can't even remember them to be honest. Yeah, I can't either. Of what they were. Yeah. But, you know, it was, okay, what do you think about this one? And the name, and we'll tell you in a second, but the name I had written down, the name that is our new company name. Only we didn't know that was the name at the time. we didn't know that was the name at the time. So we, But it was on the list. We read through the list and we're like, no, eh, kind of like it. Eh, no. All of them were kind of like that. No, none of them were like, oh, that's it. And none we, of them were like none the of perfect them were like name. That. No. Yeah. And so we started just getting into this discussion, kind of talking about, okay, who is the person, right? Who's the person? We knew we wanted a name that wouldn't limit us to relocations. So we knew we didn't want relocations in the name, even though that's what we're going to do. You know, if we do like a product line or something in the future, we kind of wanted to leave that a little bit open, but obviously have it be related to home in a sense, I feel like. Yeah. So we had 
the list of names. We were having the conversation of who's our person. And that was kind of like, what, two hours or so. And yeah. then we started, oh, a product line. And, and we realized we did want to really go the opposite way of other professional organizers in the sense of we're actually going to go darker. And if, that's what really kicked us into yeah. that direction because we said, what if we did the opposite of what everyone else is doing? Because yeah. in the home organizing world, and we love it too, and our Instagram page reflects this also where everything is right now, bright. Yeah. yeah, bright white. And and just, yeah, clean. this bright white, clean, simple, minimalist, I would yeah. say, in a lot of them. But we thought, what if we do the opposite? What, what do does opposite? that look like? Yeah. So we started playing around with, okay, like how would our Instagram look at? Like, like we already had our colors and we already knew that they were going to be darker. But then we're like, okay, why don't we just focus on, you know, filtering our photos to make them darker? We bring in those greens and all the, on the, the all the photos that we do. And we realize like, that's, let's just go the opposite. Yeah. Let's just go the opposite of everyone else and see what happens. Because we knew we wanted that recognition. Like, when we someone, wanted some. We wanted like a. What would you get? Like a brand right. that people remember. Yeah, yeah. Like there's this there's this brand called the Home Edit that's like everyone looks up to yeah. in the organizing world, and they are their thing is rainbows. Like all their product shots, all their whole Instagram feed, and their website is rainbow. So when yeah. you see something that's organized, ra- like like a series in, of books, right? In the rainbow, books are rainbow. You're like, order. Oh, that's the Home Edit. Yeah. So we wanted that recognition. Um, we knew that was very important to us. So, yeah, we decided to go the opposite way. And we had this discussion of potential products and everything like that in the future. Mm-hmm. What we actually think. And what that would look like. What that would look like. the opposite of what The complete opposite. Yeah. And after, what, like two hours of conversation, we're like, okay, let's go back to the list and read through the names, the eight to ten names of companies that I had written down. We read through a couple. And then we're like, wait, everything Envy. I kind of like that. Everything Envy, right? And then we started talking about it, and it just made so much sense. Because For of the, the name, because, yeah, because Everything Envy. Everything. Like, everything that has been done is to be envied. Yeah, and their lives, right? I feel like people look at, you know, millionaires. I mean, they do have a very envious, envious life, life for some people. Yeah. And their, house, their houses are very envious. So everything about their life mm-hmm. is envy. Is envy. And so that's, and then we realized a hundred percent, that's our name, everything. Envy. And it felt perfect. Perfect. It seemed like and it everything was the name fell on into their, a line. Yeah. And it was the I name had it on, on the there list. like a week and a half. And we're like, it didn't even stand out at all right. until we went through this process yeah. of just flipping our mindset to the exact opposite mm-hmm. of everything. The look, mm-hmm. the colors, the verbiage. Yeah. Everything was opposite. And it fits so well with our avatar, with our client that we're going to be serving. So yeah, we had, we have our new name, Everything Envy. Everything Envy. And that's, and that, you know, started the journey. Like once we have our name, once we had our name, it just, everything started to fall into place and doors started opening up for other opportunities to help us along this journey because we knew the importance of setting up I mean, we've learned so much the past couple of years. Oh, gosh, yeah. And so we were kind of excited to start, not over, but setting up the foundation properly now. So that way we can scale this into something huge later on. And so really diving into your avatar, diving into your client of who you want to serve, you know, getting your branding colors, getting your fonts, everything. 
everything set up now. So that way your brand is very recognizable. And that's where we're going to be taking you along the journey with us. And that's why we wanted to start this podcast too, yeah. because we want to take you along this journey yeah. because in a sense we are starting over. I mean, our business is four years old and, and yeah. it's going to continue to, to generate revenue. We're kind of straddling both worlds right now yes. between the clutter B and the revenue that it brings in. And now everything envy and we want to share everything that we're doing with you. And we learn something new every day. And like you said, like we're saying, we kind of are starting over. We have to do a new website. Mm-hmm. We have, we're yeah. rebranding our social media. Like we had to get our logos designed. We have to get our colors. Everything is everything that you need to do. Basically starting a business from scratch. We don't have to set up our LLC or our partnership. Thank goodness. We already did that. We're going to go do, doing business as doing business <laughs> as. So we do have that uh, set up, but all the rest we are going to be, I mean, basically starting over and doing with you. So, um, yeah, and then we dealt with that whole hacking situation, which the next podcast is about how we're going to dive deeply into that because that was a real, that was a, a, was a crisis and and that was devastating. I mean, a crisis. I was heartbroken. Yeah. We thought we lost our business online, 30,000 followers gone. And when Um, you put so much attention into it, so much love and I mean, we had real connections with people in the Instagram world and we're friends with them. Yeah. I mean, genuine friends of ours. And that's how we communicate with them. And we support each other through the Instagram platform. So when it was gone, oh, it was, but it, 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 it was like a death in the family. It was. I, I think I went through the five stages of grief with did. our Instagram. And we're going to talk about yeah. that next podcast. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to One Courtesy Journey. We will see you on the next well, episode. Yeah. And and you'll you'll hear us too. We're we're still trying to get used to this. See you here. Oh, you. see you. Oh, you'll hear us. You'll hear us. <laughs> and on if the you next use episode. if you use your imagination, <laughs> you'll see us too. See you on the next one.